the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Wealth Creator Radio. It has been March Madness, so it's no different in the game of retirement. Believe it or not, we can compare March Madness to retirement planning, and that's what we're going to do today. In March Madness, the coach comes up with a plan, and there will be some bumps that are going to get in the way, maybe like injuries or things like that. So adjustments are going to have to be made. That's how retirement planning works. You come up with a plan, but along the way, life happens, and you need to make adjustments. So I thought it would be fun, Eric, if we could just sort of compare March Madness, like I said, to the game of retirement. And why don't you tell us what would be some of the keys to planning for a successful retirement and kind of compare that with March Madness? Yeah, certainly. Um, the first thing, of course, you need is some talent on the team, right? That's yeah. probably why you got selected to be in that, that 64 teams. And really, talent, you kind of think of as income, because without income, there is no retirement. So, you know, that's one of the the biggest things uh, that you always have to have in retirement is income and probably the, the most critical. The next one would be game plan, you know, which is really strategy. Strategy, like you said, strategy can be strategy, but things happen and <laughs> it's not always going to go necessarily your way and things will come up and you have to change. But as long as you have an overall plan, a strategy that you can kind of fall back to, then at least you know how to react to what you should be doing and what you ideally should not be doing. Then, of course, you need some endurance, which really in terms of retirement is longevity, right? Right now, stats I've seen for uh, a ret- married couple age 65, 50% chance that at least one of them makes it to 92 and 25% chance that one of them makes at least to 95. So we're talking 30-year retirements here. So that's that's some serious endurance. And then lastly, yeah, and lastly, then really having that, that right coach, having somebody there who, who will just tell you to not do dumb things. <laughs> sometimes that's, that's, sometimes that's the biggest key of a coach, right? I, I still remember when I had one of my clients email me about Bitcoin and happened to be December of 17 and that happened to be the absolute worst time to buy it. And by the time we finished talking about it, it had already dropped by a third and now it's dropped by about 80% since oh then. <laughs> and, and so, you know, how much did I charge for that? Nothing. I mean, it's just part of our service, part of our process, right? But that is one of those critical things. So a lot of times people don't think about not obviously the stuff about making sure your money's in the right spots and all those things and doing the things that you should be doing. That's usually what you want your coach to be telling you. But they also want you also want a coach that tells you not to do <laughs> you know, don't do dumb stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that that's one of the big things too, that to have that coach that can tell you not only what to do right, but also what not to do. You know, Eric, like you said, there's no question that income is the most important thing about retirement. So when our paychecks stop, we've got to have a plan for that income. Retirement's supposed to be an exciting time, but it's not going to be that exciting if you don't have a plan. You're going to be a little bit nervous. So is there a certain number that we should try to save for retirement? We've all heard, you know, that $1 million is a good target, but any more, is that even still enough? I remember when I was in high school and I wasn't really 
quite the uh, Alex B. Keaton character that Michael J. Fox uh-huh, played, but uh-huh. but I you know I kind of aspired to that slightly, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. But you know, and I always figured, hey, if I made a hundred thousand dollars, I'd be rich. I'd have so much money, and yeah. everything would be set. Uh, now, if you qualify for Stanford, if your family makes less than I believe now it's one twenty five you don't have to pay tuition really so what used to be <laughs> rich is now actually not so yeah. well and so, so the hard part is if any time you think about okay let's have a dollar figure well million dollars okay how do, how are you going to calculate that out well you know there's a couple ways one of the easiest ways is just take the interest off of it well that's forty thousand dollars a year. Yeesh. Uh, around here, that's not going to take you very far, even with some Social Security on top of that. And, you know, so that might be tough. It depends on where you end up living, where you end up retiring. So, you know, the the bigger thing is how much income can you get out of that? Well, if you start paying it out principal and interest, you might be able to get that up to fifty, sixty thousand $60,000. So, you know, with some other techniques and some other processes, yeah, you could get that number up higher, but Having a number goal, I think, is a little tougher. I think it's more important to have an income goal. So saying, okay, I want to be able to have this much income coming in a month, 8000 7000 you know, whatever that number is, and focus more on that and then figure out how you're going to get that income. But a million dollars, you know, it, it it's not bad. I think for most people, if they're going to stay in California, they're going to need that move that number closer to probably two. And... Then if that's just not going to happen, then, okay, let's figure out some other ways to do it because there's lots of other ways and methods. So to me, again, it's more about income planning and less about that income number. It's like income every month versus a total number, right? So tell us why is it important then to get a handle on your monthly budget before you actually even retire? Yeah, that's probably the biggest one that people lie to themselves constantly on. Every time I ask somebody about how much they spend, and then I look at their take-home pay, the two never match. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's pretty much a guarantee. Uh, they'll say, "Oh yeah, we spend uh, only you know, five thousand a month," and then you add up their take-home pay, and yeah, you know, it's seven thousand. Okay, so this two thousand a month, it's going where? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a pause. Uh, they look at each other and. They don't know. And and so that's one of the hard parts for retirement is really knowing how much you actually spend on a monthly basis. So easy, simple solution. You take your last 12 bank statements, add up all the withdrawals, divide by 12. That is the, the total truth, nothing but the truth. So that's the way to, to get really go forward is really looking at that and adding that all up because you pay off your credit card from your checking account. That counts all your credit card spending. So those withdrawals from that checking account are what you actually spend. Now, of course, it, you know if you're talking about you got kids still at home or tuitions, other things that may be gone by then, okay, maybe you can add some of that back. But that's really the, the biggest number. And you know, really having a, a checklist is kind of a good thing to do when you're talking about retirement. I mean, if you had something that you can check on and say, okay, hey, have I done all these things? You know, have I figured out how much income I need and so forth? So, you know, just like when you go to the grocery store, a lot of times you'll have a checklist or for us, we use Alexa and she tells yeah, us what we need. So do I. And as as you check that stuff off, then, you know, you've gotten it all done and, and you're ready to go and ready to get out of there. 
And, you know, same thing with retirement. You really want to have a checklist. So, you know, with me and my team here at Heckman Financial, we can really provide that retirement income checklist that we've created for people just like you who are ready to retire. It really walks you through all the different things that you need to have when you're talking about retirement. They're the top 10 items. And so if you want to get a copy of this, it's very simple. All you got to do is just uh, send us a text. Send, send the word checklist, all one word, to 800-454-1184. Now, it's kind of like a checklist for GPS for your retirement years. So, you know, we've helped hundreds of families plan for their retirement. And using this checklist really can help you get kind of organized and get on the, on the ball to get into that retirement goal that you want. So, again, text checklist to 800-454-1184. Again, it's checklist 800-454-1184. Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today, 800-224-2489, and set a visit, 800-224-2489, 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. Eric is president of Heckman Financial, and their mission is to get you to and through a worryless wealth retirement. Their strategies can help you in minimizing fees, even lowering your tax costs. So that's where having that right retirement strategy becomes so important. So, Eric, let's talk about how you help your clients avoid spending down their nest egg too quickly. When I think about it, you know, you first retire, it's those go-go years and you're excited and you want to go do all these things. However, you can't spend it too quickly because you've got a long retirement ahead of you. Yeah. Most studies and most financial planning canned software that I see out there from all these big, you know, financial firms, they almost always say, oh, you need 70% of your pre-tax income or pre-retirement income to retire on and blah, 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 and all this stuff. I'm sorry, but if you've got seven days a weekend compared to when you only had two, (laughs) you have the capacity to play way more than you did when you were working. That's for sure. So so that's just craziness that people say you're going to spend less in retirement. It's so rare I meet some people. Now, there are a few. There's some that said... I am so sick of traveling for work and I'm so sick of doing this that they just want to stay home. Okay, well, then maybe that might be the truth. But for most of us, we've got this bucket list of things we want to do, places we're going to see. And and typically, I find people spend 100 to maybe 150% of what they used to spend before they retired in those what we call those go-go years, those first five or 10 years of retirement that's when you're doing all that stuff you wanted to see. And, you know, like my dad, he bought the RV and hit every single state that touched the Atlantic. So all 18 and 
you know, then of course his brother said his RV is too small. So he bought a new one that's three feet longer. And <laughs> that was a horrible financial decision. But, you know, sometimes they don't listen to their kids. No. Even if they are their financial yeah, advisors. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, those are things that you have to watch out for. So one of the ways we do that is we actually have a software that's very simple that every year when we're meeting with our clients, we're checking in and saying, okay, how's everything going? Are we on track? Are we, you know, too much, too little? And that's how we're able to, to do that because we've got a plan to go back again against. So if, if you don't have that plan, if you don't have that income plan to measure against, it's going to be very, very tough for you to figure out, are, am I spending too much? And you do not want to find out that you spent too much when you're 80 because right. that's, that's no good. Now, how do you determine the right strategy for someone? Because I do know there's no one size fits all and that it does differ from every person. So how do you figure that out? Well, really, it's more about, again, looking at that income. So for us, with a, with a blueprint to worry less wealth, what we do is we divide it into five areas. So we have income, investments, taxes, healthcare, and legacy. And the first three are very tied together, of course, income, investments, and taxes. And so it really depends on what you're trying to do, you know, obviously what your asset levels are and such, and where are you going to end up retiring? Are you going to follow the kids and grandkids around? Or are you going to stay here? You know, what are you going to do with your house? Are you downsizing? So there's a lot to be calculated in. So there isn't really one size fits all, but it's more about how do you get that income? Where's the smartest places to take that income from? What's the best tax moves to do today versus later on? Are there special windows of opportunity for taxes? And there certainly are. So, you know, that's one of those big things that that has to be customized. It cannot be some boilerplate thing because it's just not going to work very well. And, you know, that's what we do when we sit down with people. So we go through all that and figure that out. We've created a guide for five top retirement planning issues that somebody should consider. And you know, the way that you get this report, it's really easy. Uh, all you have to do is text retirement. Uh, that's the word retirement, 800-454-1184. Again, retirement to 800-454-1184. And we'll get that re- free report out to you today. So again, text retirement to 800-454-1184. So again, if you want a copy of the top retirement issues, All you have to do is text the word retirement to 800-454-1184. 800-454-1184. Eric, you mentioned taxes. Let's get into taxes right now. Will they probably be higher or lower in retirement? Well, every politician said taxes keep going down, right? (laughs) Right. Not. (laughs) Actually, every single client's uh, taxes that I've helped them with so far this tax season Every single one has been a tax increase, and the total joke is all of them are in a lower bracket. And so when you look at the math, how much tax did you pay, uh, the actual numbers, the actual dollars that you had to send to the IRS, either through withholding or as a form of a check, uh, so far every single client I've had has been higher and not lower. Hmm. And, and But most of them in the tax report says they're in a lower bracket. Well, why is that? Because of a lot of the itemized deductions went away, so you have higher taxable income, but you have a lower bracket. So it's very smoke and mirrors on, on the taxes there. So really, if we all think about it, come on, we're $21 trillion in debt. Are taxes ever going to really go down? Yeah. You know, is that a way to lo- to raise more income is lower your income? Huh? No. But no, <laughs> that never makes sense. So, uh, yeah, so that's really 
the problem is the taxes are always going to be an issue. That's why you need to be looking at Roth IRAs. You need to be looking at Roth conversions. Uh, there is some magical times in your in your tax uh, lifetime, if you want to call it. So I like to, to, to talk about the 60s is uh, not the 1960s, <laughs> but your 60s, uh, you know, as first and foremost, okay, if you're retiring early, pre uh, full retirement age, pre social security age, uh, then you're gonna have a lot lower, bra- lower income, right? Because you've got no steady income. So now you have to take money out of stuff. So then you're going to you're going to dive down in a low bracket for a while. So there's some kind of cool stuff you can do tax-wise. Then there's the social security time frame. So if you did start it in your late 60s social security, uh, now you've got a baseline of income that's going to be taxable. So now you can't do quite as many things. And then once you hit 70 and 70 and a half, which is usually the same year for most people, then, you know, that's when you have to have your required minimum distribution coming out from your IRAs and 401ks. You have to be taking that money if you don't need it. Uh, there's no reason not to have Social Security turned on. So you're going to have a lot higher income at that point. And so that's really what you want to look at is, you know, what can you do in those time frames and to make changes? So that's what you really want to do is look at what should you be doing in those different time frames. But really, when we're talking about taxes with our clients, we're really saying, okay, you get different pots of money. How do you take some from each one to make it the most, you know, the most beneficial? The weird part about retirement is it's so complicated tax-wise. People don't believe it till they get there. But when you're working, you got a W-2, you fill out your taxes. There's not much you can do. When you're retired, you can take money from your Roth, from your IRA, from your regular cash accounts, from your stock accounts. There's so many different tax types of monies that you can take and use. And that's going to dictate your own personal tax return. So you get to create your tax liability. So, you know, what you really want to do is learn a lot more about taxes and really kind of get some more basic data on taxes and tax strategies. So, again, we've got another report that we can give you. It's one on taxes. So we've put together a report. All you have to do is send the word tax, T-A-X, to 800-454-1184. Again, If you want to keep that money and keep more of it in your pocket instead of going to the IRS, again, 800-454-1184 and text the word TAX, T-A-X, 800-454-1184. What does March Madness have to do with one of our biggest fears about retirement? Find out when we come back. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. We'll be right back. Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today. 800-224-2489 and set a visit. 800-224-2489. 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor. I'm Lee Wee. I'm Fulmer talking today with the founder of Heckman Financial, Eric Heckman. 
Eric will give you solid, independent financial advice. He's a well-known speaker, he's an author, and he can provide you with advice to get you to and through retirement with worryless wealth. Today, we're talking about March Madness, and the NCAA basketball tournament is grueling. I mean, we've seen it. It is an intense competition. It lasts for several weeks, so mental and physical endurance is a factor in the formula to winning it all. Eric, I think this also relates to longevity risk in retirement. How can we help ensure that our savings will have the endurance to last us as long as we need it to? Yeah, well, that's probably the number one fear for everybody. Every study you see, everything you hear about other than speaking in public, uh, <laughs> you know, is is my money going to last? And and actually for women, uh, there was a study a long time ago that uh, was talking about this bag lady syndrome where a lot of women, and, and I've got a client that has plenty of money and she, well, we finally got her income about doubled and now she doesn't seem to have it anymore. But she was definitely somebody who had this bag lady syndrome where she just thought she'd be out in the street. And it's Aww. like, you've got all this money. Your houses are paid off. It's like really hard to <laughs> lose that much. But <laughs> it, it's, you know, some things, of course, aren't always totally rational. So, you know, that's one of the things that people worry about is how, you know, what happens? Because, you know, there's going to be a lot of people. I mean, I've got tons of clients that are in their 70s that have their parents still around. You know, if you're waiting for that inheritance, good luck. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, you might get it when you're 80. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, so that's one of the big things that you have to do is how is that money going to last? And really for us at, here at Hackman Financial, what, what our focus is, is having our clients allocate to three different areas. So everybody knows about the market side. That's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, all that stuff. That's the stuff that goes up and down. That's the only option for your 401k. But there's more to the world than just that. Mm -hmm. So the other parts are foundational things. These are stuff that's guaranteed by somebody. So either by an insurance company, a bank, the U.S. Treasury, there's some sort of backing, there's some sort of guarantee. And then there's the steady income money. These are stuff that's typically not in the market or not daily changing with the market and that pays really high income. Well, one way you make your money last is having some foundational assets, stuff that can't go away, that's always going to be there. So if it's a bad year, like the end of 2018, you don't have to raid your market money and lock in losses. You can actually take money from something that's guaranteed and not you know, damage your portfolio. Plus, if you have some steady income, if you get some cash flow coming in every single month, you're not going to need to withdraw as much or spend as much principal because that that cash flow is coming in. So, you know, that's one of the biggest ways to do it. Uh, you know, there's some other financial tools that you can do where you can have that money guaranteed for the rest of your life. But really, it's just allocating that to foundational, steady income and market money. Eric, I want to give you a scenario. Let's say that a couple comes into your office and you're talking about income and they realize that in order to reach their goals, they're not going to have enough income. So what can you do with them at this point? Yeah, it really depends on their other assets, of course. So, you know, the one thing is, can you downsize, sell real estate, reverse mortgage out of it? Often that's a solution that we, we can utilize for people. But sometimes that still doesn't even necessarily work. And well, then you have to say, okay, maybe you shouldn't have retired already if you've already did do that, or maybe you should delay some of this, right? You know, there's also some unique things. I mean, I've got one client that uh, actually I see him, I don't know, almost monthly maybe at, at Sharks games because he, you know, he's one of the blue coats, as I like to call him, the, the ushers An there. usher, okay. And, yeah. you know, the nice thing about that is he was telling me that they put out the schedule once a month and you can pick out what, what you know, events you want to go to. 
And so if he wants to go on vacation, go do something, he can go do that. But otherwise, he gets some great exercise, a lot of walking. Now, he does say he does get tired after a while. So, <laughs> uh, you know, but, but so that can be a fun job. I've got somebody else who is a very specialized machinist, and it's very hard to find a job in that kind of category now. And he's getting older, and so it's a little tougher. So he started driving for a lift and... You know, he's, he's finally figured out, like, where to hang out, what areas to be in at certain times. And so he can work when he wants to work. And, you know, so the, the, the nice thing about this whole gig economy now that we have that, you know, you can kind of do these little side jobs and, you know, make some extra money, make some extra spending money. And for some people, it's more about just talking and gabbing to people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a driver, you get to say hi to people, do different things. And it's just also something just to keep you active, right? So it may not always be need-based, but sometimes it's just kind of fun-based. And, you know, if you can do a job that you like, and you don't have to be doing it and you can enjoy it, that's great. But sometimes you might need it too. So either way, uh, there's lots of options out there now that that didn't used to exist. Right. Now, how important is it to account for inflation in a retirement plan? Well, just try to live on what you made 30 years ago or 20 years ago today. If you really think about what that was, <laughs> that, that might not be the best retirement. And and so you do not want to be you know retired on the same income 20 years later. Uh, I mean, I met one guy uh, it was quite some time back, but yeah, he was telling me one of his biggest regrets was he tur- he started Social Security at 62. And the reason why he did that was because he was saying, you know, with these 6 and 7 and 8% CDs, why would I ever need mon- more money than this? Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And as you can tell, he has not had a 6 or 7 or 8% CD for a decade or more. No. So uh, once rates dropped, he realized that that was a very bad decision and he's locked in a lot lower income and... And again, it's really hurting them with inflation as things get more expensive. So it's one of the critical things that you have to have is is a calculation of, you know, how much is that money going to go up? Now, you have to remember, if you have a mortgage still, there's no inflation on a mortgage. You know, if you've got a 30-year fixed mortgage, it stays the same price. So it actually, in a way, gets cheaper over time. So Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that we're doing in our planning. We get very specific on, on inflation because... You know, you don't want to inflate all your money because if your mortgage is fixed, there's no reason to be paying more for it. It's just going to be the same dollar. So so it's not as bad sometimes as you think. All right. So we have this income gap and we need to reach our goals. So I know annuities get a bad rap, but explain how they actually could be a good tool for helping fill that income gap. Well, so one of the biggest, most popular annuities there is, is called Social Security. Mm, Right. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. It's an immediate income for life. Um, So that's an immediate annuity. Anytime you're talking about a pension or something where there's no value at your death, typically, uh, that's usually an immediate annuity. Now, there are some guarantee options in some of those, but uh, the other type is a deferred annuity. And that's what mostly most people are using today. And, And that's the type where you're building up money, having it grow tax deferred, and then you can turn on some income stream from it, but you still retain access to the principal. And that's usually the best way to go. And you know, it can be a really great way to have some money that's theirs, have some money that's coming in, really create that floor of income. So say your goal is to have 7000 a month. Well, between Social Security, maybe only have four. If you can add another 1000 or two with an annuity, now you're only maybe missing one or 2000 a month, and that's all your portfolio has to do. Well, that makes it a lot easier for your portfolio to, to be able to perform compared to taking it all from the market and just hoping that it works. So, you know, that that's one of the, the big things that people need to really understand is, you know, how to take income, how to get money in retirement 
you know, what assets should you be taking it from? And, you know, really the annuity, again, is, as we mentioned earlier, is the foundational type of asset, something that won't go away. Uh, then you can have your market money that's hopefully going for it and earning big dollars some years, but it's also going to lose big money sometimes. And then if you have steady income along the way in the middle where it's paying you some money on a monthly cash flow basis, if you combine all those together, it works. But if you have leave it all in the stock and bond market in your 401k, that is not a retirement I would ever want to live through. So, you know, there are ways to get better income. There's a nice report that we have about bridging that income gap and what options there are. You know, if you wanted to get a copy of that report, it's something that really goes through some of the things you should be looking at, give you some little bit more, you know, things to think about and look at your situation. So if you want that income bridges gap report, all you got to do is text the word income to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word income to 800-454-1184. Income to 800-454-1184. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. Eric is president of Heckman Financial, and their mission is to get you to and through a worryless wealth retirement. Just like having the right basketball coach is important, the same is true in retirement. How to find the best retirement coach is coming up next. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Stick around. Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today. 800-224-2489 and set a visit. 800-224-2489. 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor. And welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman, and I've got my monthly contributor here, Drew Frampton. Great to have you here, Drew. Always a pleasure, Eric. Yeah, what we're talking about today is uh, regular mortgages, and and really, you know, the biggest, of course, biggest thing about mortgages is can you qualify? <laughs> right? That's always a tougher one. Yep. And so, yeah, tell me about like what's happening out there with credit, and has it changed a lot? Yeah, I mean, credit, I, I think there's a bit of a misnomer as far as credit, right? It, technically, everybody has credit already, right? Credit is not something that someone gives you. It's something that you already have. There is a credit score, and I want to dive into that. But first, let's just talk about what truly the grand 30,000-foot view, what is credit? Somebody that I've, I read an article on recently and kind of thought this would be a, a cool analogy was Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Uh, the Rock. I, the Rock. So... I, I kind of admire him because he went from this kind of guy in the black speedo oh, you know, <laughs> out, you know, as a wrestler and slowly turned into this now huge uh, uh, movie star. Right. Um, and if you think about that, he's now got credit, right? He's bankable. That's a lot of times what people say in, in the movie business is, you know, you can put his name on a movie title 
and it's going to do okay, right? Just be pure right, star just power. His name, yeah, exactly. You know, if you think about credit in that way, right? Um, he went from these B movies to now, you know, the biggest star pretty much in Hollywood at the moment. You know, he is able to make this movie that they're going to produce. It's going to come out. He's able to say, okay, I'm going to lower the risk for the producers because my name's on it. He's bankable. He gets those big paychecks. Um, think of credit the same way. Think of it as basically a borrower has this – they're bankable, right? They're consistent. You're able to say, okay, this person is going to do something, right? They're going right. to pay me back some form of money. Um, they're bankable. So when you ask yourself, okay, what what is your credit really – it's you know how reliable are you? And I think a lot of times people think credit is something that's given. It's really not. You already have it. Right. Well, and then you earn your ratings basically based on, like you said, how you perform. Not, <laughs> not the movies, but how you perform, you know, in terms of paying your bills and all that stuff, right? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, most times as far as what a lender, whether it be a mortgage company or a credit card, car loans, student loans, um, they're going to be referencing a credit score, uh, sometimes referred to as FICO score. Um, there are other companies out there that use a similar algorithm, but maybe aren't using the true FICO score. We call those FACO scores. FACO um, scores. <laughs> but there, yeah. again, it's it's a nice kind of way to understand what your credit scores are. These scores range anywhere from the 300s all the way up to the mid 800s. Um, and they do, you know, they're, they're, there's different ways of calculating those credit scores, but the higher your credit score, the better. Right. And and so what what are, I know there's, it seems like that kind of changes or sometimes you hear different things. The, the big part would be not using all your credit lines. So mm-hmm. having more available credit is better than having $5,000 on one credit card. It's not as good as 5000 on a $10,000 maximum card, <laughs> even though they sound like the same thing to us. Right. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big thing that people don't quite realize is it's not necessarily the dollar amount has more to do with the ratios, right? So if the percentage of what you've borrowed on that credit card uh, is high, right? So if you have a $5,000 credit limit and you've borrowed $5,000, you've maxed out your credit card, right? And that shows that to the lenders, you don't necessarily know how to use your credit because you're using it all, right? Whereas if you had a $5,000 balance on a $500,000 card, obviously <laughs> that percentage is a lot lower, even though these two examples, they're owe the exact same amount of money. So yeah, that is a, that's called credit utilization, right? So, and it takes two forms. It's both on an individual account basis, right? So every credit card, right? Every, every revolving balance, how much you owe compared to the credit limit. And then also on an aggregate, your total amount, right? So if you have three credit cards, you use one, we're going to look at that one that you use, how much balance you have compared to what you owe. And then on the grand scheme of things, all three of those cards total how much do you owe uh, as opposed to how much uh, you could potentially take out. So having that spread out a little bit more is is better, Yeah, you know, assuming you're disciplined and not using the extra credit that you have. So, right. you know, yeah. and obviously that's what the banks are looking to, to see that you, you have that ability to, I don't know if you want to say behave, but to <laughs> spend wisely and, and not go out and buy everything. Right. So, right. Yeah. How responsible are you? Right. And again, these are kind of 
hard fast rules. Um, you know, there's there's lots of reasons why you might use just one credit card. Sometimes there's some kind of incentive that the credit card companies give you, lower interest rate, all kinds of different reasons why you might have multiple credit cards, but you'd want to stack everything on one credit card. Just be aware that if you do do that, it could negatively affect your credit. Okay. And what else should we know about about the credit scores? I, I think the number one thing, if you take nothing else away from this, is your history. And this is real common, basic. It doesn't take somebody to really understand the algorithms and how this works to realize, yes, if I was going to lend somebody money, I'd want them to have a good past, right? I'd want them to be the rock, right? I'd want them <laughs> yeah. to say, okay, they've they've gone through, they did all the B movies, they've, you know, kind of done their publicity and now they're, you know, performing at this A-list level. Um, and that's payment history. So how often are you making your payments on time? And really it should be 100%. So if you wanted to put a negative spin on it, it's have you ever been late? Are there any right. kind of naughty things? Messed up? Right. And if you've never messed up, then you probably have a better score. Uh, and if you have messed up, hopefully you're putting some distance, some time between that late or bankruptcy or some kind of blemish to uh, today's time, the present time. Yeah, and again, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman, and I've got my monthly contributor here, Drew Frampton, with O2 Mortgage. So, yeah, so getting back to some of those things, that, you know, like payment history. The other part about that, you know, obviously, try not to make any late payments. And mm-hmm. and one really great trick I have on every single card on that is you know having that automatic uh, minimum payment be made just in case you screw up or something then you'll yeah. never have a late and that's that's one quick easy fix for you know for that issue for sure someone goes on vacation or they had a family emergency and you know that hey I always pay my bills on the blankety blank of the month that went came and went and right. they missed a payment and they forgot oh my gosh I had a department store of $100 and I you know I paid everything else online but I forgot Right. So, yeah, having that kind of just that that safeguard there just catch you in case you do miss it um, will, you know, potentially help you out quite a bit. So payment history is 35 percent of your score. That's a big one. And then like we talked about already, payment history and then credit utilization, right, the balance between uh, the amount that you owe compared to the limit, that's 30 percent. So right there, that's 65% of your credit score. So if you just think of those two, you're probably going to be pretty much on that you know, A paper is what we call it, but the good credit score because you'll just be living your life and keeping those two things in mind. Other than that, uh, the other couple items is the length of credit history. Not much you can do there. Right. Just wait. <laughs> wait, yeah. <laughs> the longer you have credit – the better it's going to be, right? So, um, you know, in our area, it's a very uh, international uh, community. So we do have people who are coming over from other countries and establishing credit here in the U.S., right? They might only have a couple of years of history. Now, 65% of their score is not going to be based on the length of history, but that is something to consider, right? If you've only had two years to screw up on payments, that's <laughs> right. not as much as 20 years, um, and so that is, I want to say, what is that? About 15%, I want to say, as far as the uh, credit scores go, is that length of history. And I've always heard the other trick for that is to not not tear up that or close off that credit card. Absolutely. Because if then your history starts fading away. That's a great uh, mention, actually. Um, I've got a personal story. I had a 
card opened up when I was 18. I think I had to put $500 down because I had zero credit. <laughs> right. um, and then they gave me a $500 credit limit. Uh, they've increased that over the last you know, 15, 20 years. They've increased that to $750, Ooh, right? So they, they really trust me. Yeah, absolutely. I've got cards that are you know many times that, uh, but for whatever reason, they just haven't increased the credit limits. And it's my longest credit card. So I really, you know, I I don't use it because I buy groceries and a tank of gas and I'm, you know, nearing that, that credit limit. Right. Um, so I really want to keep that though. And one thing that credit card companies do is they'll go through their their clients, their um, customers, and if someone doesn't use their credit cards in a while, they might deactivate your account and close it out for just non-use. Yeah. Well, so if so, if somebody's looking to get a mortgage and they're trying to wonder about that, I know that's one of the things you can pull up and you can figure that out, figure out what they qualify for. And I know you have like a really consultative approach of how to to look at that, right? Absolutely. And, and so if somebody wants to take advantage of that, what's the best way for them to get hold of you? Give us a call. Our phone number is 408-610-3210. And of course, you can find a link at wealthcreator.com on the Wealth Creator Radio page. With that, we'll be right back on Wealth Creator Radio. Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today. 800-224-2489 and set a visit. 800-224-2489. 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor. Thanks for joining us today. I'm here with Eric Heckman, founder of Heckman Financial right here in the Silicon Valley area. And Eric is here to help you with all the questions that you are facing in retirement. Maybe you have retirement just right in your near future. He is here to help you. Today, we have been talking about March Madness and comparing it to retirement planning. At this point in our show, it's time for another retirement success story, sort of a Cinderella story, if you will, since we're talking about March Madness. So what do you have for us today, Eric? The one that kind of comes to mind is somebody who's just actually retiring uh, April Fool's Day. Oh, dear. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> That's it, not good. Yeah, no, it's funny. His, his company <laughs> didn't want him to, re he wanted to retire on the on March 31st, but they, we don't want you to retire on a weekend. It messes up our paperwork oh, or something. No. So then they said April 1st. I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. That is. Day. And, and the hard part for him, and, and it's, retirement is just so stressful for people. I mean, I just visually see it on people. And it's such a scary thing when you've been getting a paycheck and working for a paycheck for 40, 50 years. And then all of a sudden, nothing, right? What, what, what's going to be? What's life going to be like? And all this stuff. And we've been doing a lot of planning. And you know, for him, he's got a significant other. They both have their own houses, so they're you know the whole complication of which one do we sell? We're going right. to move into one, and and she rents out a little cottage in her place. So we had to do a bunch of different numbers, and you know, we've come up with the fact that yeah, you can do it, and you can still probably buy a second home someplace and kind of spend time before you know in both locations and. 
you know, it just took him a long time to actually internalize and believe that he can actually do this. And I bet if I asked him right now, he probably still doesn't fully believe he could do it. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll show him. I mean, we've done the numbers. Yes, it works. So, but, but it is one of those really scary things because, you know, it's kind of like going to your first job after college or something and you're in the, out in the quote real world. Well, now you're kind of leaving the real world and going yeah. to the retirement world. So, mm-hmm. um, which sounds like almost too fun a, of a world to be in. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So it is tough and, and it, it, it's a very stressful time for people, but it, it's so much fun to, to see that and help those people yeah, get there and, and start enjoying it. And I know in six months he'll be like totally relaxed and he probably won't even have time to meet with me. He anymore. probably won't. He probably nope. be too busy to meet with you now. <laughs> yep. Eric, I remember my husband started his job about ten years ago on April Fool's Day, and I'm like, oh dear, I don't know <laughs> how this is going to turn out. But it ended up being okay. <laughs> but I've had fun today comparing March Madness to retirement. And why is this such a perfect correlation, Eric? Well, you know, there, there's lots of stuff that comes at you. Yeah, there's sometimes you have those success stories. Sometimes, you know, you have some failures and, uh, you know, you just got to keep going and keep going and, and you know, you, hopefully you'll get it right in the end and <laughs> hopefully it'll work well. So, you know, with, with, with retirement, it's really more about, you know, having some plan, having that game plan, having that 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 those critical items that we talked about those those five areas of the blueprint to worry less wealth and you know that's how we help our clients is really with first and foremost creating that income plan then looking at how are we going to have those investments put off the income we need what's the tax ramifications from taking money from this account or that account how should we how should we organize all that income? Because now we got to pick and choose our taxes, uh, which is something you've never been able to do for pretty much your whole life is picture how you're going to pay tax. And then look at those healthcare concerns. You know, how, what are options out there? What should you be doing? Is long-term care worth it or just a waste of money? You know, if that's something you'd like to do, no cost, no obligation, uh, we'll show you that blueprint. Again, all you have to do is text the word VISIT, Again, you can call us or text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184. Again, it's 800-454-1184. Thanks for listening. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.